We are doing Uddhav Gita, the last message of Sri Krishna, chapter 6, verse 20. The wise man, my dear, should not entertain that futile speech in which there is no mention of my sanctifying deeds, comprising the origin, maintenance and dissolution of this universe, of my birth or of my birth, dear to the world, when I incarnate myself at will. This episode is brought to you by KG Productions for Krishna Knows. This verse is talking about that how much we actually spend time in thinking about God. We spend time thinking about all kinds of things in our world. Let us say if we have a job, then we are talking about the job throughout the day. Even when the man comes home, he is still talking about his job. He doesn't leave his job in the office. Or he doesn't even bother keeping his job outside his personal world. Similarly, when a person is in love with some person, another person, he is constantly thinking about this person. If there is a loan on this person's head, he is thinking about only the loan that is there. If there is some sickness or death in the family, he is thinking only about the sickness and the death. Man is so embroiled in his world that he doesn't have time for anything else except his own troubles. Why does this happen? It happens because first and foremost he is bothered about his own body. His body is the one which impedes his growth any which way. What does the body do? The body says, see, my name is so and so. You better take care of me. See, today I am not feeling well. You see to it that I am well. Today I have this issue. I don't look good. So let us look good. The body keeps on giving these kind of signals. It talks about age. It talks about time. It talks about its appearances. It talks about everything. So you look in the mirror and you say, Oh, I got a zit over here. I got a pimple over here. Or you look in the mirror and say, Oh my God, my tummy is towing. Here, the tummy is there. I have to take care of my tummy. Whenever a person talks like this, do you think they are thinking of God in any which way? No. Nobody thinks of God at all. It is only when the tummy outgrows itself or when the person has become very sick or there is a person dying in the house or is already dead or when you are dying and that is a time when man thinks oh I got to think about God and when there are no solutions in sight you see the solutions are today where am I going to find that money 
and then you don't see any way out of that situation so you say let me go and ask god for help now when a man goes out and asks for help from god please know that he is making the biggest mistake of his life in the bhagavad gita krishna says to arjuna why are you coming begging why do you think that you need to come and ask god please help me i want money i want good health i want this i want that you are like a beggar coming and asking for things don't do that it is not good this verse is in chapter 2 of the bhagavad gita where krishna tells arjuna don't become a beggar and don't come and ask me for things i have people who will come and ask me for the pettiest of the things in the world when they don't have anything else to do they will come and ask you see it is when you ask somebody for something even in your life when you ask somebody for something you have to give something in return do you know that man is supposed to give something in return what do you give in return to gods you think that god is happy with that 1 kilo of peda that you are going to give or he is going to be happy with the two agarbattis that you are going to light or you are going to sing some 5 minute song uh, om jay jagdish hari or some kind of a nonsensical stuff you think god is happy with that if you have asked him for something give my mother good health okay give me money give me good job give me this give me that i want to travel abroad okay all this if you go and ask god you think it is sufficient to even give that 1 rupee of something you have to repay him in kind which means returns have to be paid which means which whichever place that you have gone and asked for something that place you have to go and serve that person that god for as many years think about it if you have asked him for a job and the job that you are asking him you are going to be in that job for about 15 years in 15 years you are going to earn lakhs of rupees what is the investment that we are talking about a huge investment isn't it that means for 15 years translated into as many number of lakhs of rupees or dollars or whatever you have to go in his heaven and you have to become a servant over there is that what you want so don't keep on asking stuff which is not supposed to come to you people have this dirty habit of coming and asking for things when they are not even deserving of it they should not even get it so if you are asking for something which you think you deserve i am sorry there is a problem there and this problem is you are asking out of turn when you ask something out of turn you have to pay for it 
And that is the reason why Krishna tells Arjuna, don't ask for it. Here he is saying the same thing in this verse. You should not entertain that futile speech in which there is no mention of my sanctifying deeds. Don't ask for anything. Don't even say anything. Can you just take my name? How are you going to do this? Let me explain. Think of yourself working for a company. Let us say you are working for the greatest you know, company in the world. Right? Some big organization. You are a small petty employee in that. You may think of yourself as some big designation. I am the vice president or I, I am the AVP or something like Some nonsensical designation you have. So you are still a knocker over there. Which means you are still a servant in that organization. So when you are a servant in that organization, you are going to say, I am going to plan for the 2020. I am going to do this and I am going to do that. At the back of your mind, are you not saying, I am going to do that for that company? Suppose you are working for IBM's or Intel's or some such business organizations, okay? And you are making some grand plans. Okay, I am from the innovation hub, innovation network or some kind of a bullshit name that you are giving to yourself. You may be some big person in your own you know, mind, but you are a nobody there. And yet you are doing you know, service to that company. You are a servant in that organization. You are serving that person, that organization, the CEO, the company, whatever you may call it. You are still a servant, a knocker. At that point in time, are you not thinking, I am working for IBM, I am working for Intel. Are you not thinking like this? So at the back of your mind, you are still thinking, you are working for some person and a company. This is the example you have to set for yourself. Now, think. Everything that you are doing in this universe, when you are born over here, you are actually a servant of the Lord. And you are doing everything for Him alone. He is the Intel, He is the IBM, He is, you know, Air India or whatever company that you want to call it. Right? So if He is the one for whom you are doing something, just keep it at the back of your mind that even if you are getting married, you are having children, you are taking care of your family, you are earning your living, all this you are doing for that person alone. You see, I was giving one example yesterday. If you are 100 years ago, if you were one of the members of a joint family. You know, joint family is so many brothers, sisters, these, that, uncles, aunties are staying in one house. There is a patriarch or a matriarch. Patriarch means the head of the family. So when there is a head of the family, what do you do? Let us say you are an earning member. 
So when you get your salary on the 1st or the 10th of the month, you take the entire salary and give it to this patriarch or matriarch. The father or the mother or grandfather, grandmother, whoever it is. Do you keep your money for yourself? No. You give the entire salary over there and this patriarch or matriarch gives you something in return. Okay, this is your monthly expenses. Take this. So if you are given 1000 rupees to this old person, he may give you 100 rupees for the whole month. Go spend this much only. Are you dependent on him? Yes. Are you working for him now? Yes. Are you saying that all the salary has to be given to him? Yes. And what are you getting in return? That little something. Think exactly like this. Krishna is saying, dependency on me is what you should always show. Think you are doing this for me. Have you ever offered your entire salary in my name? No. You think you are earning. You think you are spending your time working whatever ass off. Is that what is important? I'm sorry, you are working for somebody else. So don't ever say that I am working for myself. No, you are working for the big man upstairs. For Krishna. And that is what he says. Take my name. I have put you in this world, not some other, some parent of yours. Don't think that some parent has given you birth. You see, when you came in a queue, no. In front of me, I said, okay, take that line. Go to that window. You know, window where you are going to get your ticket to this world is like called a womb. Have you not seen on, uh, in your immigration there are four or five counters and you rush to one of the counters. Like that. It is one of the counters you have come to. Now think. What makes you think that they are your parents or somebody like that? It's a counter from where you are taking an exit. Body is just given as a container. Body is like a seat in an aircraft. Right? Body is like a seat in an aircraft. How much time are you going to sit in that in that seat? Only till the flight is going off and coming down somewhere and you are getting off at that location. So think like this body is only for that purpose of, you know, for you have taken a seat only when you are born and when you are dead, this seat you have to give away. It belongs to the airlines. Likewise. But you are doing job for that one big person over there. So, what are you supposed to do? You are only supposed to think about me. If you are working for the king, if you are working for someone, are you not supposed to be doing that? You will be thinking, I am working for, you know, Queen Elizabeth. She is like this. She is like that. Isn't it? She is such a great woman. She does this and she does that. Have you not seen people in England do this? They praise the queen the highest. Now, in yesterday's day, when Meghan Markle has said, I don't want to stay with her and I want to go to Canada. Isn't that something that she has done? Is it not going against the queen? 
and this is something which you need to understand this is our big boss upstairs you know called krishna we are not supposed to be going against him we are only thinking about his stories his past times whatever he has done and keep on praising him and we are working for him not for some ordinary person in this world and this is what we have to understand as far as this verse goes so we are moving to verse number 21 now udav gita chapter 6 verse 21 removing the delusion of manifoldness in this atma through such discrimination one should cease from activities holding the purified mind on me the omnipresent one the manifoldness of this atma and this is a secret which hardly anybody understands and yet i am going to try to explain to you people say i am the soul it is wrong you are not a soul there is only one soul one soul translation into our language i am the atma wrong there is only one atma and he is called param atma the whole thing is called param atma paramatma is god god call him krishna call him bhagwan call him allah call him whatever you want to father in heaven or anything that you feel like does not matter he is the ultimate and he is called paramatma he is the super soul now do you think you can make small small bits of it and say oh now i am this soul and this soul and this soul and this soul nobody can make bits of this super soul and this is a secret which you need to know so then the question will arise what are you you are a spirit add soul to it you are a spirit dash soul we call it in our world jeev atma you are a jeev atma you are alive in this body there is a body body and you are alive in this body right and you are in the soul in the paramatma you are in it as if what keeps you alive the spirit keeps you alive you may say oh breathing keeps me alive sir even the rock is breathing even everything is breathing over here but they may not be alive correct things may be breathing but they may not be alive you have instruments no they they help in breathing so that may be going up and down because of the machine does it keep him alive no <laughs> the fuel may be keeping it alive the electricity may be keeping it alive likewise we are alive what is it that runs our body the thing that runs our body is called the spirit it's because we have the spirit in us so we run now this spirit is what we are talking about 
removing the delusion of manifoldness in the atma through such discrimination krishna is telling uddhava remove this idea that i am a soul remove this idea this is a delusion if you think i am soul now you are just a small piece in the entire creation somewhere some small dot and that dot also is not visible if i go to the end of the galaxy you know or milky way uh, you think you will be able to see yourself on earth sorry boss you can't see yourself even from the moon if you go 50000 feet or 30000 feet up in the air from a height fly, flight if a flight is going oh there there i can see him no you can't see him nobody can see yeah google earth will say oh this person was there <laughs> but he was there when google earth was taking pictures of you not otherwise okay you are not there so now think like this when the person is there he thinks of himself i exist so understand it is called a delusion some person asked this question why should i become spiritual at the age of 20 and this question i was answering unfortunately the app failed so i couldn't answer now the app failed i was writing the answer and it didn't work so i just deleted what i had written so coming back to this at the age of 20 should i become spiritual sir you are looking at the age of the body consider the body as a bottle okay and there is water inside and water is you huh? and bottle is the body when did you get bottled you have a manufacturing date and then you will have expiry date also right so the bottle water water was put inside the bottle on xyz date let us say 1st january 2020 expiry 31st of december 2020 so just like that you know this body is like a bottle in which you got in the spirit the jivatma got in and now you are going to expire on 2020 year end think like that it is just a bottle and you are carrying so much so it is not 20 years that we are talking about we are talking about the eternal being inside of you inside this body there is an eternal being and he is a part of the supreme the paramatma he is a part of that paramatma somewhere he is a dot and this is called the delusion of the body the body and maya creates this delusion in a person so removing the delusion of manifoldness of the atma so when you say this is my father this is my mother this is my brother this is my sister this is my grandfather you are talking nonsense there is no grandfather there is no father there is no mother there is no son there is no aunt there is no uncle nobody is there it's a delusion we are creating about this body and about those bodies why are we so much interested in their problems you yourself have 100 problems and you are thinking about their problems think about it when you yourself get out of this delusion that you are not the body 
this is what he says removing the delusion of manifoldness of the atma through such discrimination one should cease from activities continuously one should cease from activities holding the purified mind on me what is a man supposed to do first remove this idea that you are a body second remove this idea that you have some idiot relatives you don't have any relatives you don't have a body don't even think that there is somebody that you owe it to everybody does that isn't it but that is the problem which krishna is telling uddhava you don't have anybody to actually look up to or work for and do something there is only me you are supposed to bother about one should cease from activities stop these activities that you think you owe to people and to you know things in this world including your own body don't bother about it you see even if your mother or father is dying or if they have some blood pressure or diabetes or some kind of a nonsensical stuff you think you are taking care if you think you are taking care you are an idiot they are my children krishna's children and krishna wants to take care or wants to kill them it is his choice not your choice you are just thinking that you owe it to them you don't owe to anybody or anything in this world think about it if you leave your parents and go away somewhere some timbuktu or some such place or antarctica you think your father and mother are going to be not taken care by god they will be and if god wants to kill them he will kill them also if he wants to give them 100 diseases he will give them and you are in antarctica there is no way to come back then what happens nothing happens so what makes you think you owe it to somebody or somebody owes it to you there is nothing like that just leave it to me so here he says hold this purified mind this mind which knows very clearly that everything is done by him alone in his universe everything works in clockwork precision it's an automated system everything is automated in this world including the birth and the death of that person the diseases these problems that are there the money problems the even visa problems you think it's not in his purview he is not he is not actually looking at you through, through those glasses oh i don't want to give him visa he is not bothered about it it is within his purview his universe is working and there are certain laws and rules and regulations which the universe is taking care of so you are just a pawn being moved around and you think that there is a pawn next to you that you owe it to that pawn nobody owes it to anybody you are only doing it for me krishna alone hold this purified view this purified mind you please hold on me purified mind is the one which says i am not the doer i am not the doer i am only the servant of god i just do what he is telling me to do 
Got it? I don't have to extend myself. I don't have to stress myself out. What has to be will be. Ke sara sara. Right? Somebody's birth and somebody's death, I am not responsible. If you have this purified view, and if you know that there is only one person that we are working for, if you understand that you are just one of the courier boys in his organization, you know, the people who come for Amazon delivery, just like you are going for delivery. What are you delivering? Your own kids maybe, you know. <laughs> I don't know. You may be delivering your own kids. Do you take owner? Does the Amazon fellow who delivers the in that small box in your house say, that is the box I gave you. Does he come and say this to you? No, no. Then why are you the delivery man thinking that that child is yours? You are just doing the delivery job for somebody. That big boss upstairs. Okay. Krishna. So when you have this purified mind on me alone, then you don't have to bother your head about it. Now comes the next verse where you know, it is meant for all the Lula Langadas of this world. Lula Langadas means people like all the human beings on earth who say, Mere se nahi hota. I can't do this. For those kind of people, the next verse is there. So we are doing chapter 6, Uddhav Gita, verse 22. If thou art unable to hold the mind steady on the Brahma, then perform all actions without caring for results, giving them unto me. This is a solution he is offering. He says, you know, when you say that your mind is always getting caught up in something or the other. You know how your mind works, no? Even if I am telling you just now, I mean, think about it. Even just now when I am telling you, you don't owe it to anybody. Yet you are thinking after this satsang is over, oh my God, I have to take care. I have to send money home. I have to do this. I have to do that. My mother is sick. My father is sick. My son is not doing well. This is not happening that you are still in the delusion. And this delusion never goes away from you. You are still going to be thinking, Oh, I got to go to my mother's place today. What? If your mother has to be taken care of, it's my problem, not your problem, Krishna says. Why are you bothered? Think of yourself as a servant, right? So here, Krishna says, Because you are not able to think like this. This is like in a corollary given to people, you know. Okay, if you cannot come first in this examination, at least come last, chalo. At least pass. You know, our parents, my parents used to say, if you can't come first, at least pass, man. At least go to the next class. You know, during my time, you could get three red lines. Means fail, three subjects you could fail and still you could go to the next class. If you get four red lines, no, then you have to stay in the same class. Uh, today's day, people bo don't bother about red lines and all that. They are bothered about, you know, if I can give some uh, green color thing to somebody and I will pass. Our time, there was no such thing. Anyway, coming back to the story once again. He says, for those people who make exceptions in everything. If they are told, come at 6 o'clock, they will come at 7 o'clock and then say, you know, sorry boss, my train was late, my this was happening. I have people in my world who do this kind of a thing. If I tell them, go and switch off that switch, wait. 
wait, wait. By then, you know, something would have gone wrong. And then the person will go and switch off and say, I did it, no? Boss, the person is dead and gone. So these kind of exceptions people give. They are called people who love to give some kind of a, you know, answer. I am doing this because. I do this if. The ifs and the buts in this world are too many. Okay, we love to give all kinds of reasons. So here Krishna is talking about you the reasonable man, the most unreasonable man. Okay. <laughs> so Krishna says, now because you give reasons, I am going to give you one, one more answer, one more, you know, like you have this A, B, C, D, you know, you have to answer. Again, answer, I am giving you one lifeline. Chalo. If you are unable to hold the mind steady, Nobody can hold the mind steady. Because you are unable to hold the mind steady on this Brahma, on me, then do all actions without caring for results. Don't bother about results. Any which way, how can you bother about results? You don't even know whether you are going to pass or fail or get this or get that. Even birth and death of somebody can never be guaranteed, you know, na? You may think, you know, oh, I am going to go in for a superannuation benefit. I am working for this company. I will sign up for the superannuation. I will do this, uh, our, our, you know, recurring deposit account. I will put fixed deposit. Huh? I will invest in shares. I will invest in, uh, you know, what... Different, different kinds of places. People think that they can invest in that. End of the day, they will not be able to even, you know, take that one dot from that. People have land, big land. Your old grandfather will tell you, I own 50 acres of land. Boss, in that 50 acres, you are not even fitting in 6 by 3 feet. You know, you are in one small bottle, this much. Okay. They will take your asti and they will put it in some river. So where are you? 50 acres you have taken with you with that asti or what? No, basti also will take you. Okay. You are not even worth that much amount of dot in this world. So if somebody says that I am doing it for somebody's future, I am sorry, you are mistaken. You will be dead tomorrow. Okay. Nobody gives a damn to you. Somebody dies in your family, you know, person will cry for one day or two days. After that, uh, good riddance to bad rubbish. I'm telling you, nobody remembers. So what gives? So here he says, when you know very well, you can't even fix your mind on anything. Nothing. Nobody can fix your mind on anything. Uh, you, You have seen it for yourself. Can you fix your mind on one object and do that thing? Let us say you are doing the annual planning for your own company. You know, after 5 minutes, Oh my God, these figures are irritating me so much. I need at least a cup of coffee. Boss, coffee? Focus. Just imagine if somebody is getting operated and the doctor says, Oh my God, this, you know, these veins and these arteries and this and that is all clogging your 
I'll do one thing. I'll go have a cup of tea and come back. Sir, by the time the doctor comes back, you will be dead. Isn't it? So don't think like that. Don't give yourself this kind of a concessions in life. Okay. But we love concessions. So Krishna has given one example over here. He says, okay, fine. You love concessions, no? Okay. Then can you just do the activity without bothering about results? Don't bother about results. Just do it because you have to do it. And can you be persistent, consistent and diligent while doing it? Whatever you do. Can you put 100% of yourself in that thing? To the best of your ability? You know, ability is like jumping. If you can jump 4 feet in, you know, high jump. Can you jump 10 feet? Hey? No, 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 no. Oh, yes. Rajinikanth and everybody can do because uh, it's on uh, VFX. Okay. We <laughs> but you are not Rajinikanth. Okay. You are an ordinary person and you can't jump 10 feet. Alright. So if you jump 4 feet, you can jump maybe 4.1. 4 feet 1 inch. Then maybe 4.5 inch. But 6 feet and 10 feet and all is out of question. So best of your ability. Do the job to the best of your ability. That means put 100% in it. Okay. Whatever is your ability. This is what he is saying. Perform all actions and don't bother about results. Give these results to me. I am there. Okay. So just think that you are doing it for me. Don't bother about results. Tomorrow don't go and tell your boss, you know, I am doing all this for Krishna. I am not going to bother about results. Your boss is going to throw you out. Alright. Only if you are spiritual, then you have the right to say this and you can get out of the job also. I mean, do you have that much of guts? That is why Krishna is giving all concessions over here. See, the next concession is also going to follow. Don't worry. Because Krishna loves to give concessions to everybody. So here he says, just think that you are doing a job and you are doing it for me and you do it diligently. 100%. Put 100% in it and don't bother about results. Okay? Just do it and don't bother about results. And what happens to that mind? That any which way you can't control. You know that. Okay? Your mind is controlling you rather than the you controlling the mind. And that is the reason why Krishna is giving concessions. Concessions are like, you know, uh, a Tatkal ticket. You know, Tatkal ticket. If you, in India, you are supposed to book three months in advance. Alright. Now, three months in advance, if you don't get, you have one, one way out of it. Tatkal. So, you go to Tatkal and you say, okay, now I will get some Tatkal ticket. The immediate ticket you get. You have to pay something extra. So here also Krishna is saying, okay, I will also give you Tatkal ticket because you are an income poop. You don't know how to book your tickets also. <laughs> so he says, okay, I'll give you some concessions. So he has given you these concessions. We have one verse. We will just start it, but we may not end it today. So chapter 6, Uddhav Gita, verse 23 and 24, O Uddhava. Listening to, singing and reflecting on tales about me are highly conducive to the well-being and purity of the world. Repeatedly imitating my deeds and li lives 
having me as the refuge and pursuing duty, desire and wealth for my sake. The man of faith attains steadfast devotion for me, the eternal one. A number of things have come into the picture. First number one, we start from the bottom. Have faith in me. If you don't believe in me, if you say these kind of words, I'm sorry, it cannot be done. You have to have absolute faith in me. It's just like a mother and a child. The child has absolute faith in the mother. The child knows the mother is anyway going to give me food, is going to give me this, is going to give me that. If I am sick, she is going to take me to the hospital, she is going to give me medicines. The child knows it very well, isn't it? In the same way, the child has this faith in the mother. You need to have faith in Krishna. Please have faith in him. The father of the universe, the father in this creation. Have faith. Everything works if you have faith. But if the word faith itself is missing, nothing is going to work. He says, The man of faith attains steadfast devotion to me. It's The faith is the rider in this whole thing. If you want absolute steadfast devotion, then only the faith has to be 100%. Then only you get steadfast devotion. Otherwise, illa, nothing happens. So, how do you do this? Again, Krishna is giving concessions. He says, you have heard of bhajan, kirtan, you know, choir music, you go to church, you sing songs, hymns, this, that, you know, all those things. Bhajan mandali. You go and you do, ching, 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 all that. All right. Go join some group like that. Listen to my songs. You know, when you are listening to all those Rihanas and all those, you know, um, everybody, you know, Cardi B and all that. Instead of that, you can listen to my songs. Put them on your whatever device and listen to the songs. Read some stories about me. A few days ago, a person had come to my place over here. And he says, I like your library. But why are you having mythology over here? They are all myths. Don't keep them. What was he talking about? He was talking about Mahabharata and Ramayana. Sir, Mahabharata talks about Krishna. What myth is he talking about? Some foreigner, somebody out there has given this kind of an idea that there are these, these are called myths. Please remember Ramayana and Mahabharata happened. There is a Ram. There is a Krishna. And everything was there. These are not myths. That person is an atheist. And atheism is something that Krishna may not approve of. Alright? So let us not go in that direction. So understand one thing, you have to sing songs about me, you have to do bhajans, kirtans, listen to it, singing about it, reflecting on my tales, Mahabharata and Ramayana also, hmm? don't call them myths, think about me, Bhagavatams, Bible, Quran, 
read all these books which is a very important they are written about me only everything is about the divine lord sing their songs even if you sing sufi music also fine no problem all right you can sing all the devotional songs anywhere that you feel like they are very conducive of your well being they will help you reach me it will purify your world then always imitate my deeds that means if you are taking part in some you know ram show and all that you know during the course of the year you have these uh, yaksha ganas and all those kind of things of course you can take part as ram also nobody says you can't hmm? so take part in that think about my stories pursue the duty desire and wealth for my sake this is the previous verse i was telling you doing everything only for me i am your boss not ibms and intels of this world i am your boss you are doing all this for me only have faith and devotion to me then i will take care of you so this is one more concession he has given we will just do a recap of this verse tomorrow and we will take up the next verse again so i will stop over here remember that you have to do what is called as work only for the lord and not for some people in this world and not for this body of yours okay this is what this verse is talking about i'll see you all tomorrow thank you